In 2014, I was pregnant with my third child and began to have terrible neck pain. It got so bad that I basically had no range of motion without pain, and I was having to take painkillers just to function and keep up with my other kiddos. Not ideal for my health or for my pregnancy, but it hurt no matter what I did. I got connected with a local chiropractor, came up with a treatment plan, and began a road to recovery. I regained all my range of motion and got off painkillers through chiropractic adjustments and specific stretches, all with a growing belly. That was my first experience with chiropractic care, and not only did it give me my life back, it taught me a lot about chiropractic care in general. Before this experience, I hadn't really understood how it worked or the wide array of benefits beyond helping neck pain. There are a lot of misconceptions about chiropractic care. It helps with neck and back pain, for sure, but it also helps with a wider range of mobility issues. It boosts the immune system, it improves cellular health, and so much more. Now, I get regular adjustments even if I'm not in significant pain, and I take my kids too because I know how good it is for me and my family. If you've wondered if it might be a good fit for you, wondered how to find a good provider, or what an appointment might look like, this episode is for you. Welcome to the Daily Wellness Podcast, where you can learn about healthy living and be inspired to take the next step in your wellness journey. Today, you'll hear from a chiropractor with more than 15 years of experience. Dr. Chris Banks from Southwest Missouri has a passion for helping people of all backgrounds improve their ability to move better. And he explains it all much better than I do. So let's get to it. All right, today we have Dr. Chris Banks with us here to talk about chiropractic care. So Chris, I was wondering if you could just kind of describe what chiropractic care is, maybe for someone who has never experienced it before or maybe seen it in pictures or movies and has never been to an office. Uh, I'll be happy to. Um, and, and I'll describe chiropractic the way that we approach it here, uh, the way I approach it in my office, which tends to be much different than maybe people have experienced elsewhere. Um, the way I look at, at chiropractic is it's a way to help the body be able to move the way it's been designed to, to function and work the way it's been designed to, so that people can live the lives, have the quality of life that they want to. Uh, in our office, we're not... Um, pain-centric and that we don't only focus on where people hurt, which is why most people go to a chiropractor. Our goal is to have a, a more a holistic approach and say, okay, what can we do to help people just be able to operate uh, and function at the highest level possible so that they're able to have the highest quality of life possible? I love that. That's awesome. I think that aligns with a lot of my values. So maybe that's why I like US by chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, what if, could you walk us through what an appointment would be like if we were to come and see you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the first time somebody comes in, we always like to take a little bit more time. Um, for one thing, I always like to know what each person is dealing with. Uh, and something I've learned in my 15 years of doing this is that everyone is different. And so I like to know right from the beginning what somebody is dealing with. Uh, get an idea of what their background or their history has been like uh, to see how all the pieces fit together. Uh, and then we usually work through an exam process, um, addressing uh, whatever complaints they have or whatever brings them in in order really to try and, and get a deeper understanding of what's going on. 
Uh, my main goal is always to work um, at addressing root level issues, uh, like root causes, rather than just maybe um, where the symptoms are, but try to understand what's creating that situation um, so that we can do our best to address and what's at the root of the problem so that we can help people get the best results possible, longest lasting results possible and, and get those results quickly. And how do you address that? Like once you know what someone's concerns are, like what are some of the techniques you go through? Um, so once we have an idea of what somebody's dealing with, then we will, um, what we typically refer to as an adjustment. Um, so we work with the body in a way to create better motion, better movement or better function in that area. Um, a lot of times people think of going to the chiropractor as getting their neck popped or getting their back popped. Right. Um, and, and that's, uh, that's kind of the typical view most people have. And, uh, and while there is some of that type of adjusting where you make your, um, kind of an audible noise when the, the adjustment is made, there's also other ways of working with someone, um, that doesn't have, um, any of, any of those noises. So, um, really it's determining what the issues are so we can figure out what the appropriate approach to treatment is. Um, and then making sure that we, um, you know, we, we deliver that treatment the best we can to help get the best results possible. Uh, we also do a lot of muscle work and soft tissue work in our office too, because that's something that, um, that I have come to realize oh, can have a big impact on what somebody may be dealing with. Uh, if there's an area that's not moving well, there's always going to be an impact in the surrounding uh, soft tissue, whether it's muscles, um, tendons, ligaments, um, or other connective tissue. And, and the goal is to help try to restore as much function um, and, and improve uh, the ability of that body to, to move the way it's supposed to. Uh, so we address the, the structural part with the adjustments. Um, we also work with the soft tissue in order to try to help create a situation where people are doing better and doing better quickly. Yeah. I feel like you also help me like with stretches and sometimes that might help like while I'm yeah. in, in between visits, something right. that I do. Yeah. Well, um, and that's, that's a, a goal uh, of ours is always give our patients tools to be able to have things that they can go to, um, especially once the, maybe the, the initial issue is, is doing better. Um, uh, but to be able to address some of those issues, um, or be proactive about some of those issues, uh, in order to, to make sure that they're not constantly dealing with the same thing over and over again. Yeah. We like to make sure that you have as many tools as possible to, to, uh, to work with, with that uh, as you can. Yeah. What would you say some of the most common concerns are that people come to you with? Um, most people will come in with the, what people would typically think of. Um, we get a lot of people who come in, lower back issues, um, neck issues, uh, headaches. Um, so those are, those are probably be what most people come in with is because as humans, really, we don't like to do anything about a problem until it becomes a big problem. So uh, so a lot of times, you know, when, uh, when an issue has been present for a while, then, then somebody will say, okay, it's time to do something about it. It's not going to go away on its own. And that's usually when they turn to us. Yeah. Maybe sometimes they'll try to address the pain with painkillers, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, trying certain things and just not really getting any long-term relief and looking for different options. Has that been true for you? Yes. That's something that, um, that is fairly common, uh, where, where people will say, you know, I was taking six Advil a day or whatever it is. I don't, I don't even know what, what, what would be considered too much anymore, but, um, but yeah, where that's not, that's just providing maybe a temporary relief, but not really addressing the, you know, the underlying issues. And so that's where say, okay, well, let's take a step back. Let's look at the whole picture and let's see if we can figure out what may be at the cause, whether that's actually something, um, structurally, uh, 
at the heart of the problem, or maybe there's other issues too, such as uh, lifestyle issues or um, you know, the fact that some people spend eight to 10 hours a day sitting down or other things that they could be modified from a lifestyle standpoint to help create just a better overall, more healthy um, human. Yeah, that's great. Um, and what are some more of the like uncommon reasons that people would come in? What are some unusual things that people come to see you for? Um, so our office is a little unique. Um, our office is in a CrossFit gym. So we also work with a lot of people who are dealing with um, either overuse issues, um, injuries caused from overuse, or um, just not feeling like their body is able to move or function the way they need it to from a performance standpoint. Um, and that's not just CrossFit athletes. I mean, we work with people across the spectrum from um, you know gymnasts, triathletes, runners, um, CrossFitters, uh, basically anybody who's active um, to help them be able to find a place where their body is able to move properly so that they can perform at the level they want to and and hopefully to prevent injuries from from uh, happening because those are always frustrating Mm -hmm. i think the first time i started really learning about chiropractic care and going like consistently um i was having chronic neck pain issues because i i really think it stems back to the fact that i've been in a lot of car accidents (laughs) (laughs) And, um, so it was great, like to help me with that. And, um, and then I've just continued to go because I have learned about some of the other benefits. So even if I'm not in a lot of pain, you know, I'm still wanting to get chiropractic care, um, for some of those other benefits. And one thing that I learned is, um, just the, the connection to the nervous system that Mm -hmm. chiropractic care addresses. I mean, can you kind of talk about that? Like, how does, how does that connect to our, um, so without digging too uh, too deep in, into the weeds. Um, if you think about how our bodies are designed to function, the the brain operates as kind of the master control system for for the entire body. That's what is running all of the different systems throughout the body without you having to consciously be aware of it. Which is good because if I had to consciously tell my heart to beat and my lungs to breathe and my stomach to digest and all these things, I would forget one of those and I would suffer the consequences of that. But we don't have to worry about that because our brain runs all of those systems automatically. And it does so through the nervous system. The main branch is the spinal cord, which connects um, the brain to the body um, as the nerves uh, branch out the spinal cord and then go you know, out to, to the rest of the body. And the, the spine um, is kind of the main conduit. So that's what forms... Um, the basically the protection uh, for that that spinal cord to be able to travel from the brain and then take the the nerves further out to the body um when there are issues with the spine there can be in instances where um, the body is just not able to operate at its full capacity and what that looks like i mean that may look like different things for different people um and I always tell people up front, like, I'm not here to say I fixed anything. Like I'm as a chiropractor, I would never claim to fix certain conditions or certain things. What I have seen and what I can't tell, tell people is when your body is operating as close to 100% of its capacity, 100, it's close to 100% of the, uh, its ability, the way it was designed, things do better. Uh, and, and, and and that's ultimately the goal. Um, by working with the spine, yes, we want to create a situation where the entire body is working better, whether that's allowing the communication process between the brain and the body to happen more closely to the ideal, whether that's um, more uh, full range of motion, whether that's you know being able to, to do things that people haven't done for a long time. 
Uh, really, it's about just helping create a situation where that person can be at their best. Yeah. I think that kind of brings in some of the other benefits that I've experienced or seen mm-hmm. in some of my friends or family, mm-hmm. things like um, helping with their allergies and asthma. Yeah, that's a big one around here to speak, yeah. especially this time of year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just just creating a situation where the body is more able and has the capacity to handle some of those things. But yeah, allergies, um, asthma. I've seen, um, you know, I've seen people with the my chronic digestive issues improve. Yeah. Some people with chronic headaches um, be able to enjoy life without headaches. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of, a lot of things that you see, you know, like I said before, I would never tell somebody that that was fixed by the adjustment or the treatment really. That is just, uh, the body's ability to be able to heal itself from the inside out and actually start to see improvement in some of these areas. And yeah, I mean, what you just said really connects to the immune system as well. I mean, if your body is communicating well and all those cells are getting what they need and, you know, working properly, then your mm-hmm. immune system is going to be functioning a lot better as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you can create a situation where everything is functioning as close to 100% of its capacity as possible, whether that's immune system, cardiovascular system, um, lymphatic system, you know, whatever system you want to name, um, the body is just going to be healthier overall. Yeah. You mentioned like helping people that have, you know, have desk jobs and sit at the desk for eight to 10 hours a day. What are some practical tips for people that struggle with that just because of their job? Uh, get moving. That's the that's the number one thing. Um, now we're um, we're really big on movement. Movement is really at the at the core of what we do and how we approach things, both from a health standpoint and a chiropractic standpoint. Yeah. Um, uh, so our bodies are designed to be um, moving. Um, that's 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 been in our DNA from the beginning. Is is to move. Movement was essential to life. Anything that didn't move died pretty quickly. Um, and, and that's something that as our society and technology has kind of changed what our, whether it's work requirements or just what we do in life in general, um, to more sedentary static positions like that, uh, has had an impact on just our, how our bodies are able to function. So my advice is always to get moving. We say, you know, movement is life. The more you move, I mean, we're designed to move the better. Um, that's, um, what that looks like, though, can be different for every person. And, and really the main thing is to to say that we tell people is like, you start where you're at, do what you can do, and build from there. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't ever ask anybody to go straight from the couch to run a marathon. Like, that, will, that wouldn't work. But there are things, I mean, I've seen many patients who would start with um, just being able to go for a 10-minute walk around the block. Mm-hmm. And that builds. And then three years later, they are running a marathon, and they would have never expected that from themselves where they were three years ago but just by getting started they were able to then feel the benefits see the benefits and then that has become something that's in a way transformed like their life because now they are active they are more healthy they're they're able to be more engaged and um, you know their quality of life is better yeah just on a personal level i'm curious why you chose this as your career um because I didn't want to sit behind a desk. <laughs> that was a lot of it. Um, I did not want to be stuck in a cubicle somewhere doing a typical job. I've always been interested in uh, in healthcare in, in general. For a long time, I wanted to be a dentist um, until I realized that that would require spending all day like inside people's mouths working. And I was like, eh, I don't know. That doesn't sound like as much fun. Um, but when I was in high school, I had an opportunity to do... Um, uh, kind of an internship where I, I spent some time in a chiropractor's office, 
um, just kind of helping out around the office, but it gave me a chance to see what things look like on a day-to-day basis. And that was my first real up close uh, look at what chiropractic was. Um, and one thing that really stuck out to me was that um, people always left feeling better, doing better, better off um, than they were when they came in. And I was like, oh, that seems like that would be a, a pretty cool way to spend your day, you know, helping people get to a point where they're better when they leave than they were when they got there. Uh, and so that was kind of really the the start for me. I've always been someone who's been interested in, in um, you know, being active, you know, played sports growing up and, and just enjoyed that part of life. And so it was a pretty natural progression for me to go from um, kind of that aha moment to say, okay, what do I need to do to, uh, to get to that point? And, you know, yeah. uh, after enough schooling, I, I made it to that point. Yeah, a lot of schooling. <laughs> a lot of schooling. Yeah, I think with your values, that seems like a great fit for you. It has to feel pretty rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy every day. There's, I mean, we all have uh, good days and bad days, right? Like that's just normal um, as a human. But I, I can honestly say that coming to work is not ever something I dread. I enjoy the fact that I get to to be where I'm at, doing what I do, and, and again, knowing I'm helping people be able to live life better. Yeah. One question people have asked me as I've talked about chiropractic care is how often I go. Like, would you recommend a certain amount of time between visits or what would you say? Um, again, it gets back to everyone's different. Uh, so that's going to be different for each person. Uh, and, and I think that's the approach I take. Um, it, it depends on what's going on when somebody comes in. And honestly, like, you know, if, if somebody's coming in and they're in pretty bad shape, I mean, it's going to take a little bit longer for some of those issues maybe to be addressed and for them to get to a place where everything is moving um, and, and functioning well. Some people may come in with no complaints at all. Like I have some people come in like, I'm not hurting. I don't have any issues. You know, some people say I'm crazy for coming in. It's like, no, that's the best time to come in because then we can, we can skip the whole process of having to put all the fires out before we can actually start, you know, getting things moving forward. So, um, you know, it really depends on where somebody's at when they come in, what their goals are and and then, um, and then we find what works best for each person. And I will say for, for most people who come in, um, because of how we approach things, it does not require maybe as much frequency as people think. Um, I have a lot of people who come in and they're expecting to hear, you know, you need to come in three times a week for three weeks and twice a week for three weeks or whatever. Um, because of how we approach things, um, addressing the, the the entire issue, working to help um, get to those root causes. And then also, too, a lot because we're working both with the structure of the body and then the muscular side, uh, the soft tissue side. Um, people see results much more quickly, so that's usually not necessary. Uh, so I'd say typically somebody would start out maybe once a week for three, four to six weeks, depending on where they're at. And then we try to start stretching things out as quickly as possible. My goal would be for someone to get to a point where we're able to focus more on maintaining progress, um, which is usually about every four to six weeks for most people. And that, that allows us to be able to address issues before they become problems, as well as making sure that people are maintaining a high quality of, of movement and able to do all the things that they want to do. And chiropractic care can be for someone of any age. I have patients from um, infants to elderly. I mean, I've worked with people since my career of all uh, all ages, um, sizes, um, backgrounds. Yeah, it, it can be honestly for anybody who wants to be um, the best version of themselves that they can be. Yeah, absolutely. You've kind of mentioned that there's different styles of chiropractic care or, you know, philosophies and how they approach care. Um, so how would, what were some tips that you could give somebody about how to find a chiropractor that's a good fit for them? Um, the number one thing would be to find somebody who listens. I think that's important in any, any healthcare professional. Um, it's not, 
necessarily everyone is going to to, to have that, that ability or, or desire. Uh, but I think finding somebody who listens, who kind of hears where you're at as an individual, who understands um, what your goals are and is, is willing to work with you to help you achieve those goals. Uh, I think that would always be the number one thing. Uh, and then to find somebody who can uh, approach you as an individual. Um, there are a lot of different ways to work with the body from a, from a treatment standpoint when it comes to chiropractic. Uh, some people specialize in, in one specific way of doing things. That may work for some people really well and may not work for some people. Um, I try to have as many different ways to approach an issue as possible so that I can try to help as many different people as possible. And, and I'll tell people up front, like, you know, if something doesn't seem to be improving, tell me so we can try a different way of approaching the issue. Um, but I think that would be my number one piece of advice is find somebody who can listen, somebody who is willing to work with you as an individual to help you get where you want to be. Great advice. Um, I just always wonder, like as a chiropractor, <laughs> are you always analyzing people's posture? <laughs> More than I like to admit. Uh, posture, movement is a big one just because movement is something we really focus on. Um, so how, so, yeah. looking at people. like how people walk. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and we spend a lot of time in the, in the gym. Um, and so, you know, like I just coached the, the, the new CrossFit class. And so. Um, you know, without even realizing it, you're watching how people move to say, okay, how can I help them move more efficiently or better? But yeah, like when we go to, um, you know, like go to church or go out to, you know, to eat or go to the store or something like you're watching people just walk and lift things or, you know, bend down to pick stuff up. You're kind of like, oh, you know, you just want to run over and try to help them though they can do it better. Yeah. So, okay. So the main tips that I'm taking away are really chiropractic care can be for anyone. Like any age, you know, no matter what your pain symptoms are, or even if you're not really in pain, that it can still you. Um, uh, moving is a big key to health as far as your body function and things like that. Um, I guess what if someone um, just kind of has a fear of <laughs> coming to visit you? You know, I, I I have seen that like in some friends or or children sometimes. Um, how do you kind of get them past that? Um, I try to make sure I have ways to work with anybody. Um, so again, a lot of it gets back to what people kind of have in their head as far as like what chiropractic is. I think, okay, if I go to the chiropractor, I'm going to get my neck popped or, you know, if, if, uh, and some people are not comfortable with that. Um, and that's not necessarily true. Like there's a lot of different ways that we can work with a body that doesn't require, um, high force or any force at all. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, in, in the office, you've seen the table that we use that can allow us to work with lower backs and hips without having to put people in a position that might be uncomfortable for some. So uh, really just to have as many different ways as possible to work with people uh, and then just understand like what they're nervous about. Like, a lot of times, again, it gets back to just listen and you can, you know, if you, if you listen to people and you can understand, you know, what their goals are, what the main issues are, and then you can help them feel like, okay, I believe there's something we can help out with. Um, there's a trust that's built and and that's a big part of kind of uh, getting through maybe some of those fears and say, okay, um, everything I do is always with your best interest in mind. And I'm not going to do anything that, um, either you're not comfortable with, or I don't feel best for you, um, to make sure that people get the best results possible. But I'll have people like, don't touch my neck. I'm like, cool. I won't, unless you ask me to, in which case, you know, we will, and we'll do so in a way that make you make sure you know, you're comfortable with, but, um, really it's just kind of meeting people where they're at. And then uh, doing everything possible to help them uh, walk out doing better than when they walked in. Yeah. I think getting my ne neck adjusted is my favorite part. So, yeah. Well, that's the half of it. Like, oh, this is not that. Yeah. 
please, please touch the neck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I had three questions that I always ask everyone um, at the mm-hmm. podcast. And so I know you're um, always learning about health and wellness in general in your life. And so what is one healthy living resource that you would recommend to people that they want to learn more? Could be about chiropractic care, but it could just be about health in general. Like, where would you point them? Um, the internet. <laughs> sometimes, it, sometimes it can be difficult to uh, to kind of wade through um, all of the information out there. Um, I, I think probably the the thing that's been the most beneficial for me. Yeah, yeah, there it is to try to find those sources that are um, are most trustworthy. Um, when uh, so when it comes to to chiropractic, like there's a lot of of um, research across across the spectrum, um, and so like finding people who are able to kind of wade through the the research and understand like what the research is actually saying, kind of free of an agenda, um, and and so one of my favorites, um, just from a professional standpoint, is uh, done by a group called uh, ICE, which is Institute of Clinical Excellence. So it's a it's a group of physical therapists um, who are also nice enough to let us as chiropractors learn learn with them as well. But um, they have uh, done a good job of going through um, and, and kind of walking through some of the research as far as like here's what is being shown um, from a from the standpoint of um, healthcare, basically being proactive and helping people be more healthy versus kind of our reactive tendencies when it comes to healthcare that's um, presented to, through most. Um, kind of in most settings now. Um, I don't have like a single, I'm, I'm trying to keep, I feel, I feel um, um, kind of drawing a blank as far as like a specific um, like source of information. Um, but really it's like find find the voices who are not trying to sell you anything, who don't have an agenda uh, and who really just try to help present the truth and, and then be able to to take, um, take those nuggets of truth and, and apply those. Yeah, I I love that. That's a big value for me is preventative health, um, mm-hmm. preventative healthcare. So I think that's great. Um, what is one healthy snack that you love? Um, so it 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 changes. Like there are sometimes when um, you know when it may be different types. Um, I say probably my favorite healthy snack right now. I'm I'm really enjoying berries. Um, just like we've been doing berries. Um, we like to put berries in our boys' lunch when for school. Um, and I always like to help myself to what we have in the fridge when, uh, you know, when we, we add them. Um, I also like high protein snacks. Um, um, usually I'll keep, um, some, some like uh, jerky or, um, like meat sticks, not, uh, that are not highly processed. Um, and, and I can have on hand because, um, my body seems to operate best with uh, higher protein intake. So that's something I try to make sure I have. So I don't, uh, don't crash in the afternoons that run around, um, working with people. But that's probably my, my two favorite right now would be, um, berries and then, uh, have some source of protein that, that, um, that's easily accessible. Yeah. Great. And the third question is, um, can you think of anyone that you would love to see as a guest on the daily wellness podcast? Um, so I, I don't know if you have talked to Eric Bartlett over at Bartlett Shoes. Um, he's an excellent resource and he's got a really, really cool story too. Um, as far as like some of the changes that he is, he has seen in his own life through, um, being active, um, and, 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 and changes in his health as well. So that would probably be one that would be, be really cool. We've had a lot of conversations in the past and, um, 
he's one of those people who I'm kind of like, all right, you're uh, you're one of my people. Like we're, we're, we operate on the same wavelength in a lot of ways. So that, I think that would be a really cool uh, guest for uh, for all of your your listeners. Yeah, thank you for educating us and helping us to understand more about chiropractic care and all. Absolutely. The yeah. Is there anything else specifically that you want to touch on before we go? Um, no, I really, really enjoy what you're doing. And and I think um, just being able to change the conversation a little bit about health and what health is, uh, is important. I think something that has started to see a little bit of a, of a way or a little bit of momentum towards looking at health differently. Uh, for such a long time, health was something that was defined as the absence of things, whether it was absence of symptoms or the absence of this or that, you know, um, it's like uh, cardiovascular, I'm healthy because I don't have high blood pressure or that sort of thing. Uh, I, I'm really passionate about changing that conversation and say, let's not look at health as an absence of things, but let's look at health as something that um, is, is more of a positive goal. Like it is the presence of um, a heart that's functioning properly because the heart's functioning properly. Then you see, you know, that the people don't have to take medication or have to, to worry about their blood pressure. Um, you know, and, and really changing people's mindsets, hopefully as far as, um, health is, is not the absence of things, but it's more your body being able to operate and function, uh, as it's designed. And, and when that happens, people are going to live healthy. They're going to be able to enjoy a high quality of life and, and really, um, you know, just that, that simple change can, uh, can have a huge impact on, on, you know, how somebody's able to, um, you know, to, to live out their, their days and, and live out their purpose. Thanks for listening to today's episode on the Daily Wellness Podcast. We hope that you found it helpful for your own wellness journey. And if so, we'd love for you to leave a review. Then come back and listen for review shout outs on upcoming episodes. For more information, check out the show notes and connect with us on our website, dailywellnesscommunity.com.